to the Save Room, your safe haven for gaming news and discussion. My name is Kevin. And my name is Daniel. And this is episode 92. But who's counting, huh? I mean, we gotta. We, we have to mark yeah. the episode. It's actually the, the obsessive compulsive nature of me uh, that I have to have these numbered in sequence so I know. Okay, why? Uh, I mean, take a look at the DV Daniels. They're, even those are sequenced. I see the number 23 starring Jim Carrey. <laughs> okay, well, that's over there. That was a different sort of Is that of what it is? Do you feel like Jim Carrey <laughs> concerned about the numbers in your life? What do they mean, Mason? Yeah, you, when you start to see the pattern, you can't unsee the pattern. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Going into this one hard. Yeah, we're going into this one hard, man. It's been weird times, but I feel like we're, we're finally um, adjusting to the weirdness around us right i don't kind know of? i don't know sort of? i don't know some days no? like i get this weird energy as a response to everything that's yeah. going on i get a i get bad sad waves bad sad, I, bad, sad waves happen to me um frequently mm-hmm. uh like there'd just be one day where it's like maybe i'm a little tired maybe work went on a little little mm-hmm. tough and it's just like a like um i imagine it as a ufo mm-hmm. <laughs> hovering above me mm-hmm. and beaming its light down onto my body and then it's like ooh, bad check sad oh yeah waves Probably. Probably. (laughs) You know? Well, those extraterrestrial bad, sad moods, Mm -hmm. they've been confirmed by the government, at least. Right. That was a throwaway, huh? Who would have thunk? Throwaway. The existence of aliens. Here you go. Here's some fucking irrefutable evidence, I guess. Um, Are you 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 stop asking us about testing? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, what a deflection. Could you believe, though, that times are so weird that we got them to admit with Tom DeLonge, from the hit bands Angels and Airwaves and Blink-182 and Boxcar Racer, mind you, uh, that aliens are actually real. And he's the official correspondent to the White House for that. Why? (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. Him of all people. That's a true thing? Yeah. He left his life of music behind to pursue aliens and exposing them to the world. And wow. now he work. Now he works with the White House. What an about face! Yeah. I want a Netflix doc. Yeah. about Tom DeLonge. Tom DeLonge. Tom DeLonge and his, yeah. his alien uh, pursuits. Meanwhile, you have Mark Hoppus, who's like, "I'm going to start streaming Animal Crossing." Tom DeLonge is like, "I'm going to work with the government, and we're going to get aliens out there." I would. I would call the documentary <laughs> "Aliens in Airwaves." That's good. The truth is DeLonge. <laughs> I gotta think about that yeah, one. Yeah. We gotta work on that pitch. That's true. Anyway, how you doing, buddy? Um, I'm good. Equal big bad extraterrestrial sad feels. Mm, good, um, good. I I saw the word Netflix and chill the other day, and it my mind did a like a degrees of separation where I was like, oh, Netflix and chill, Netflix and chilies. Oh, I remember Netflix and chilies. I remember chilies. I remember being with somebody. In, watching netflix and eating chilies i remember being in love and i got really sad like really hard all of a sudden wow i'm confused you dated a girl named chilies it's a it's a it's a thing you you know those spots you go to with former loves um (laughs) maybe it was maybe it was olive garden maybe it was outback steakhouse the spots i go to with former loves I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's a couple of Barnes and Nobles out, out least, there. At least, yeah. I, I guess. Yeah. Uh, that I frequent. Do you ever walk through like a Barnes and Noble on a Sunday and just feel real forlorn? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, many times, yeah. yes. I never thought of it that way mm. until now, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I've, I've got the big sad going on, but. Um, Daniel, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sensing um, <laughs> something. Some, some struggle. Yeah, yeah. There's over there. Deep. Some struggle. Listen, man. dude, we're on, we're on week yeah. nine, and the chinks in my. My fortitude and armor, 
They're getting exposed, man. I'm coming, I'm done. But I mean, otherwise, it's, I'm, it's I'm chill, dude. Yeah. I made some cool lunch today. You made a good lunch I made today. Some chicken that was, and rice, buddy. That was really good. That was just, you know, because I said to myself, I have this coffee energy. Mm-hmm. Why would I wait until dinner when I'm tired and definitely don't want to exactly. do this before I made some chicken and rice? Mm-hmm. And I made it and I shared it with my brother here to beat back the ufo sadness <laughs> that has um tried, abduct, abducted yeah. our lives <laughs> it's taken us to a whole okay other if tom delange can shine a line in the truth we can certainly uh beat back the darkness of our own sad sads <laughs> i don't so, know don't worry I, it man. seems way outside of our and that's grasp. what this podcast is about too dude beating back the sadness yeah beating back the sadness with together guys like you know because as i learned from playing a lot of final fantasies mm-hmm. it's more about the group dynamic than it is sure. trying to to single player your way like mm-hmm. the main character from dead to rights <laughs> <laughs> you would he needed would. a friend oh no he had that wolfer he had that wolf pup friend hmm. do you remember dead to rights no i, I mean three dead to rights yeah Daniel, I, I, I know what you're saying when you look at me <laughs> and you say those words in sequence Fuck. and that there are okay. three of them but i've the never gamers played them. get it the gamers yeah. get the gamers know so anyway i'm not a real gamer so this weird vamping podcast <laughs> it's called the safe room and by the way it is the only podcast pioneering in dumb delivery technology mm-hmm. it won't upgrade anything won't by upgrade. the way yeah. you can find us in soundcloud.com slash the save room show or spotify itunes stitcher and rss feeds just about everywhere mm-hmm. Daniel, if they wanted to see our faces, our, our sad beam faces, uh, where would they see us streaming? Uh, they could find our beautiful quarantine faces. Uh, you over at twitch.tv slash the red herb. Uh, Excuse me? On your survival horror Sundays. Where Herbs, we play sir? <laughs> horror games that people love and are curiously off about you know yeah such as daymare 1998 <laughs> daymare. which yeah. i spent a lot of time being very excited about and a short amount of time being painfully disappointed mm-hmm. how many minutes did it take you was it past the first cutscene? to be honest it was 13 minutes 13 minutes which i thought was an omen yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah that that game is definitely um it it, it stinks of student film i don't know why oh. it stinks of student film okay. but as a video game it it apes resident evil games in mm. fact it started its life as a resident evil 2 fan remake until capcom you know plopped their dick on the table and they're like no they do. do something else uh so they re reconfigured it into their own original game and it is filled with tropes, bad voiceovers. In a way, it's super respectful mm-hmm. to survival horror games, but it doesn't stop it from being awful, <laughs> including the writing and including the surprises it throws your way, such as you play as the bad guy. They show you how to shoot a gun because you shoot a dude in the head. Ah, it, it's like the edgelord version of Resident. It's, yeah. it's like you have that friend that's really into horror movies, but for all the wrong reasons, like they laugh through every death scene mm-hmm. and shit. And then when they try to make their own fucking thing, it's like, um, <laughs> this is really aggressive and nonsensical, sir. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what? <laughs> it's basically how Daymare feels. Yeah, when you told me that you play as a villain and the way they tutorialize you knowing how to shoot, you you kill people. And I'm like, that's odd. You just that's kill the guy. Choice. He's like, oh, you're here to rescue me? And you're like, you definitely do. <laughs> and you cap him right in the face. And you're like, something's off yeah. here. <laughs> and then, then that character gets his arm ripped off at a certain point from a good guy turned into a monster bad guy. Okay. There's a lot of Common. twists and turns that they're trying to do, but it's I, I don't highly recommend it. Mm, it's like I a lowbrow homage. Yes. Yeah. Mm. yeah, that's the best. That's the best you could give it. It's a lowbrow homage to Resident Evil and Silent Hill. 
which is fine. You know what? You know what did a good job at like aping that and also being successful at it because they were mm. also like you know the progenitors of it. Uh, Resident Evil Seven, you know, that manages to have all these cool pulpy horror moments and be like an homage to original horror while being this new thing moving forward. Yeah, yeah. and it and it helped that you know the game was like a hundred million dollars instead of yeah. The, though it reeks of an amazing instead of a hundred and twenty dollars during development. So yeah, that makes sense, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I hear that you're streaming these days dude you're getting back into the stream game hard man yeah they're the they, are celebrating you. they chant my name between uh blitzball chants um from spirit as anarchin they see me streaming over at huh? twitch.tv slash dungeons and daniels and it's been a lot of final fantasy 10 they're cheering a lot of me. final fantasy yeah, x a lot of that x slash x dash two yeah before things got really weird for namura and the rest of the final fantasy wait a franchise. second x slash x dash two isn't that elon musk's kid <laughs> Yes, <laughs> can confirm. <laughs> well, you seem to be enjoying the hell out of yourself. Oh yeah. Uh, whenever you're playing this game, you're like every time you're like, I'm, you, you say you're just gonna dip your toe in the water, play mm-hmm. for like an hour, mm-hmm. and you walk out like six hours later, going like, oh wow, <laughs> oh, wow, it's a whole wow. new day. Yeah, how's it been going? Well, I mean, if I ever wanted to time skip like an Animal Crossing, this is how I'm doing it. I'm skipping whole days. Uh, you found a life cheat. Found a life cheat, mm-hmm. and it's this game. Um, it's just a really great call back to like you know why i fell in love with the series and why this game still on on a good day holds the spot as my number one favorite final fantasy of all time still confirms number one still confirmed but then there are days where i squint and i'm like maybe nine maybe seven remake because that game is fucking bombastic getting a little flip in there exactly where it's it it rocks a little bit but i have to think about it i have to think in my heart song and it sings back to me the songs from spira i'm sorry are you speaking twin speak at me (laughs) yes what is this (laughs) no it's 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 been enjoyable and um it, it helps too that when i stream it i'm surrounded by people who actually really like it and love you like and love me too and it's a little you. biased we all support yeah, you exactly but yeah. it's it's different than the the naysayers right if somebody came like oh, i fucking hate final fantasy 10 but it's cool getting to sit down with like we got people like dave out there make monsters big our, our friend al and we're just talking our about how, how it's uh, the big bearded one uh, ah yes thank of course you for specifying. and uh just how great it is at kind of modernizing like the turn-based combat and a lot of the characters and set pieces you go to are really special and it's it's memorable it's it's a very memorable transition point from the series from you know ps1 to 2 yeah and they the remasters looks good it's that that nice uh coat of skin on it it doesn't look that bad Mm -hmm. it doesn't look that bad the cutscenes hold up too i was surprised that the game was uh pretty linear Mm -hmm. uh as well in fact probably i think somebody was making the argument in your chat that it was just as linear as like 13 it was just done better because the story had a level of urgency that supported the pilgrimage that you go on they literally call it a pilgrimage in the game Mm -hmm. i mean yeah you can make the case that they both kind of do the same thing i would say 13 supports that linearity in a lot of good ways it's just you don't care about the characters in the same way Ah, i see where they're running you're on the run constantly in final fantasy 13 so you're going from set piece to set piece this one you're on like this this death march where you you're you recruit this party and you're supporting this main character whose goal is to basically like sacrifice herself for the greater good of like their realm and it's kind of insane uh because every step they get closer to succeeding means her being that much closer to death and like there's this pressing like nature of it that like really drives the story and makes it feel super super emotional and then when you get to the open world parts like you almost want to do it because you want to delay the inevitable. You know, where most games you're like, I want to get to that big bad. And this one you're like, no, I want to hold on to these characters because I don't want them to meet their fates, you know? It's 
It's pretty wild. It's now pretty you wild. know what it feels like to be Nomura. Exactly. Now you know. Now I know. That's been the grand <laughs> overarching theme of these games, mm-hmm. to have us all feel a little bit like Nomura, like, so he can Zenonord all so of us. Oh, he's been Nording us since fuck, fucking yeah, dude. 2001. Oh my god. This was his first Nort. No, the game looks fun, yeah. I, and I did pick it up on that Big in Japan sale mm-hmm. on PSN, but uh, after, you know, when they released Valhalla... Mm-hmm. The marketing did a kind of a backhanded back kick to me where I was just like, oh my God, I should play Odyssey. And uh, so I did. Yeah, yeah. And I, I've been getting lost in that. And that's been a lot of fun. I've been mm-hmm. streaming that too. I hope it's not too boring. I don't know if like open world games are fun to watch or not fun. Maybe they are fun to watch because like, you know, so they much are. random shit happens. Th- I think that's it. Like when yeah. I used to play um, Red Dead Redemption 2, there was this like wild card. They made it too? <laughs> yeah, they made it too. Oh, I, I could argue it's even the third one. You could what? argue You could argue that. But, um, the open world of like just being Arthur in that world, like anything can happen and anything did happen. Like you could get knocked off your horse. You could fucking go into bandits. You could fucking get killed by a cougar. You could ride a cougar. <laughs> open world games are crazy. Did you ride a cri- Was that the DLC? <laughs> yeah. That's one of the mods, <laughs> but no Odyssey seems like a fun game to play on stream. And it's, oh, it's very fun. It's fun to watch, like watching you get in these like high level gladiator fights and be on this huge fucking, like what, what would you call it? A, a naval ship with singing, gladiator women uh, the andraste the andraste <laughs> yeah yeah man that's my fucking ship dude yeah i've got an all-female crew mm-hmm. that's because i like the way that they sing the sea the sea shanties mm-hmm. uh very harmonious can i get them to sing uh nirvana's smells like teen spirit uh you can get them to sing um weezer's covers of toto's africa <laughs> That's very meta. Yeah, yeah, super meta. Specifically. Yeah. Like, you can hear it in the tones, right? I mean, it's primarily the same, but it's like, you know it's distinctly Weezer's. Mm-hmm. It's got that Cuomo tilt about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I've been wanting... I, I have it in the back of my head that I will finish that game mm-hmm. and maybe think about what the platinum looks like. I, I'm, I'm kicking around the idea. I'm getting dangerous. I know. That's that, that's, that's a, like a hundred hour platinum. That's a time sink. Yeah. And when I picked up the game again, <laughs> it was literally a year. It was yeah. a year gap. And my last trophy popped in January of 2019. And wow. so now I'm playing it now. Mm-hmm. And I still had like 70 hours on the clock from mm-hmm. the last time I played it. So I'm just like, I don't know how much more I have to go. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I'm playing add-on content i think i am because <laughs> yeah. i'm getting separate tro- separate trophies and i'm just like uh yeah because they supported that game with a lot of like free free and paid for dlc oh christ dude yeah it's, there's it, so much it, of it, it it's kind of like um an expanding universe right that was the theory about our universe sure. it's constantly expanding yeah. that's what open world games fucking do now it's like the witcher it's like hey you know in 2017 i got a finite mm-hmm. amount of it and then in 2020 the witcher is unstoppable <laughs> There's you just there's no end to it, right? Yeah. Would you say that Odyssey's approach to like action RPG combat, its parry system, its leveling system, and its approach with the open world still works for it a year later? Yes, I yeah. I think the RPG um, element that they got going on with the newer games. Mm-hmm makes it very replayable i like getting new weapons and kind of like judging what's what's my best suite for my character Mm -hmm. and unlocking abilities that do wild shit like oh if you just crouch down long enough you're invisible and it's like what wait what pretty cool (laughs) like there's cool things to to play with like that um but i think i think the combat's a little rudimentary i know they said that they're going to try to fix that in valhalla Mm -hmm. uh they're doing a rehash combat system sure um because this one you can just kind of cheese it as long as you get the parry right, mm-hmm. that's all you do. You just wait for the very obvious signals from your enemies to... Because we're not talking Batman-esque combat, you know what I'm saying? Where yeah. there's a lot of variety um, and, and high skill. It, 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 so it's kind of simple, right? Mm-hmm. I, 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 want, I want there to be a little more grind and challenge. And crunch! It's missing that crunch. 
We I like a good battlefront, like Bloodborne, Dark it's Souls, a, yeah, Sekiro even. Like it's you, missing a bit of that crunch yeah, for as much as, as for as much as that game asks you to get into combat with twenty dudes at a time, mm-hmm. which is a lot. It is a lot. A lot, a lot. I remember that being some of the opening hours of Origins, like getting into fights with a lot of dudes all at once. Like, yeah. the opening scene, you fight like fucking 30 to 50 Egyptian sh- soldiers. It's pretty wild. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it's, but uh, it felt gummy, you know? And a lot less sneaking, actually, yeah. which I know people have some criticisms about that, that they're walking away from the Assassin's Creed uh, lineage. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a big demand to, to bring back those meta elements, too, where you're, mm-hmm. whatever, the future element, you know... Uh, and like the like Desmond story yeah. and all that stuff. People people still love those parts. And for me, I'm like, I don't care that much. Like an mm-hmm. open world historical game sounds cool, mm-hmm. but I get why you'd be like, then why call it Assassin's Creed? To which I would say to sell it. Yeah. So Odyssey has no future present day moment to it, right? I don't know that for sure. You've but played like 60 hours of I've... it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's what I'm saying. It's been so long since I began yeah. the game. I'm not sure if it started with any of those elements, but uh. it's definitely not felt where I'm at in the game right now. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no missions like that. In fact, the only weird stuff is when you fight monsters. Like, Medusa in the, in the stuff feels mm-hmm. like it's connected to that meta lore. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but it's more mythological no. than anything. Y- yeah. Whereas, like, Origins had a, a, a bit where you go to the present and you play as, like, a... A present day archaeologist yeah i remember they're like digging yep. up like bones and sarcophagi and stuff nah, i think they dialed back on yeah. that stuff man maybe maybe players are just like eh or for the most part players are mm-hmm. like eh about it but it'd be yeah. cool if they could bring it back in the valhalla i had the the strange hankering after watching you play uh, odyssey to go back to origins to go back to syndicate even i was like i want to roll around in syndicate syndicate owns so hard i tell people oh syndicate owns the combat's really great and it's so understated the characters are really great yeah, Jacob and Evie, for that being kind of the first foray into like exploring like fully female playable character against a male character in the same game, it, it worked. Uh-huh. Uh, I always obviously wanted to be Evie, but Jacob was pretty cool too. Yeah, the game made you use both, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for story stuff for story as, stuff. as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that game's super, super solid. I, I almost considered just going back into to Origins because I couldn't justify buying Odyssey, but I, I swayed. I swayed hard from it. I'm just stuck in this like JRPG pit right now. Where, like, mm. I'm playing all these fucking JRPGs, 7, 9, you know, 10, uh, when I stream. Only on streams, by the way. But then I started playing Persona 5 Royale as well, and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm kind of committed my time to this, so I probably should stick with it and not pick up a sixth game. Oh my <laughs> god, know? dude. I, I can see the source of your depression, mm. man. No, it's, <laughs> it's the opposite. I'm actually filling the voids oh. of my depression with video games. Oh, good, yeah. good. That's what they're there for. <laughs> yeah. That's what Miyamoto wanted at the beginning of this endeavor. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, apparently there's some news on this episode. There's some news. Some news? You want to yeah. you wanna get down on some of this, uh, some of this shit? Dude? Get down, get down. Um, Capcom's doing real well. Oh, yeah, they had a good year? <laughs> Money-wise. <laughs> Even with that Resident Evil 3 that was kind <laughs> of lukewarm. Hey, come on, man. Yeah. Come on. Jill Bay. Jill? Best girl. Put Jill in Smash. But, put Jill in Smash. Put Leon in Smash. Anyway, mm. uh, what a, I found this Destructoid article. So apparently Capcom managed record profits amid mm. sharp decrease in sales. Mm. Right? I don't know what that really means. But apparently they, they, they posted their results from the 2019 fiscal year. They have a slight revenue dip. Sales dropped about 18.4% okay. in yen, by the way, Daniel. What's interesting in this article mentions that not only, of course, like Monster Hunter World Iceborne uh, was a boon for them, sure. but games that actually came out in early 2019 are still selling for them, including hmm. Resident Evil 2 
and Devil May Cry 5. Hmm. So that's uh, giving them those windfalls. Good. Apparently digital sales are kind of killing it for them. So. I mean, I imagine digital sales are killing it everywhere right now because people really can't physically buy games. Um, yes. But Capcom, I mean, 2018 was a landmark year for them, especially riding off the back of what you know Monster Hunter World was. And then... Uh, I, what, 2019 was actually what? Resident Evil 2 Remake and yeah. Devil May Cry 5. And Devil May Cry. I keep on forgetting uh, Devil May Cry 5 came out like three months it, later. It was kind of an understated Capcom hit. I think it sold like a couple million. People but, liked it. Yeah. People liked it. I heard good things about it. I've heard good things. Uh, it's super linear though. But, Whoa. You know, okay, Mr. Negativity. But that's, that's Do we just need that in these times? Do we I've need heard. that in these times? You think Dante needs that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Dante's going to come out here and chain slap me. <laughs> On a motorcycle, yeah. probably. Um, so cool. Way to go, Capcom. Yeah, good for you guys. I'm happy for games. you. And I really think mm-hmm. um, the way that I obsessively speak mm-hmm. on your company and your history, you should just give me like a pity job. Like a pity. Just hire him for like a summer. Just hire me for fun. Give, give him a summer job. I'll clean up. Yeah. I'll bring in some birthday cakes. Yeah. You know? He knows how to cook. I know how to cook. I'll make you guys Sunday brunch. Chicken and ra- Perfected my pancake game. Yeah, five five Sundays in a row and he's perfected the pancake. Uh-huh. I he didn't know that. how to make it no. in the beginning of April. No, next now goal? He's a king. Next goal? I'm going to make some some guile-shaped oh. pancakes, right? Give them crazy hair and all Do that, Mickey too. Mouse. Is he in a fucking Marvel versus Capcom? Which one is that, man? <laughs> Which one is that? Sorry, he was in the Dissidia Kingdom Hearts fight. <laughs> Dissidia NT, huh? Yeah. Gotcha. K-H-N-T. <laughs> well, anyway, another good news. You could uh, customize your genitals in Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, you know, mine in real life are lacking, so... Really? You could use some pizzazz. Could use some polish, right? Yeah, a little polish these days. Yo, but, like, it would suck to have to wait for a patch in case, like, you have some collision, of- collision effects going on there. Yeah. My dick keeps on going through a wall. <laughs> it keeps clipping. Fix this CD project, Red. <laughs> I can't pee right no more. Can't even get in my my cyber car. Wow. Uh, are you excited about this? Um, that's, yeah, that's that's sure. the news right yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, not listen. to say it was a slow week. It was just that we're <laughs> foolish, and that's what we decided that's to true. talk about. <laughs> I mean, it, it calls back to the great uh, horse testicle update from Red Dead Redemption 2. I like this. Hey, so the ESRB, they mm. put a rating, they slapped an M on that one. Mm. And apparently they mentioned that players can, quote, select a gender and customize their character. Customization can include depictions of breasts, mm-hmm. buttocks. Oh, stop. And genitalia. No, stop saying it. As well as various sizes and combinations of genitals. <laughs> Kevin, saying those words. Yeah. In these quarantines times. Get me a little hot bothered. <laughs> hey, what's your uh, what's your cyber character? This is Margaret Big Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Margaret Fat Lips. <laughs> this is Johnny Baby Dick. The gamers don't deserve this game. No, they really don't. This and they're game shouldn't come it. out. We should sabotage this. We should. We should be the Avalanche, yeah. the Avalanche to CD Project Red. We're gonna we're gonna drop their plates. Wow. Whatever they did. I don't know what they did. <laughs> we need I was thinking st- more of an ooblet situation. The problem is the Witcher 3 emboldened the gamers too much. Too much. Too much. Yeah. They're too strong right now. <laughs> and CD Projekt Red is going to tip those scales. Mm-hmm. The earth won't heal. Can't you hear it crying out, Daniel? It cries. It cries from the way to that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get to the actual news. <laughs> why do you... Why do you... um? enable me i think is the question right? i've always been an enabler i need you to keep me in check mm-hmm. and for you it's just like cut the leash what's going on man 
I'm sorry, like, these days, times are tough. We gotta keep this professional. I'm trying. People expect... People have a lot of expectations. Kevin, we're in the middle of a pandemic. We're in the middle of a pandemic. I slipped. Everyone keeps on saying that. <laughs> it doesn't excuse ba- bad behavior, buddy. Yeah, I've been behaving. You know, you've but, been behaving. <laughs> but, like, I just... I, I, I let you have this one moment. You know? <laughs> My bad. Well, anyway, let's 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 bring this uh, this downer into an upper, man. Sure. This is some Give cool news. <laughs> There's some cool news here. Number one, AOC is playing Animal Crossing. And the results, Daniel, are wholesome. I like that. It's good. Would you expect anything else? It's like if Barack Obama played Animal Crossing. Like, I imagine him bringing the same level of joy. Do you you think, like, the whole family? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, Malia and uh, Michelle's in there, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that could be your Malia? Yeah, one of his daughters. I don't know the other daughters. I thought you were naming the island. <laughs> I was like, that's, that's a good name yeah, yeah. for an island, actually. Yeah. Anyway, this news. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, mm. the U.S. representative for New York's 14, 14th Congressional District, is playing Animal Crossing New Horizons. While she admitted she's very new to the game, she expressed her intent to spread goodwill by visiting other people's islands and leaving nice notes on their bulletin boards. Mm. This is the best. I don't care. This is the best news I've ever heard. Fucking... She- AOC's New Horizons. Rename the game. There it is. End of Just up. rename it. She even went as far as to open her Twitter DMs last week to receive dodo codes from her followers. AOC tweeted last Thursday, quote, Should I open my DMs for the first time since the Zuckerberg hearing for dodo codes? <laughs> that could have been a big mistake. And it probably was to an extent. I can't believe this is the real reality that we're in, Daniel. Uh, the Congress Roman reports that her DMs were open for four minutes, but her app crashed after one. Oh my god. Perhaps expecting a wave of vitriol to crash down on her, AOC was surprised that opening her DMs went well. She, she wrote, quote, Honestly, never felt in my life did I think opening my DMs would grant me faith in humanity. But the brief window actually resulted in a lot of these messages being very wholesome. Mm. End quote. <laughs> this is all real. Yeah. <laughs> this is a real life thing. Her first house call, as she calls them, was also encouraging. Having visited an island belonging to a family of three, they exchanged fruit, took pictures, and she signed their bulletin board. Since Thursday, the congresswoman has opened her DMs <laughs> once sorry. more to accept dodo codes, denoting her visits with the hashtag AOC house calls. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not real out. unless they left it on the bulletin board. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's like, how, you how, do you, how do you have proof of AOC yeah. being there? Anybody <laughs> can, can... I like her little avatar. It's just a little her, but she's got this like handmade AOC shirt. It's so good. It's really great. It's so good. It's, it's, so it's very wholesome. And I think a lot of it is she has a lot of fans. She has a lot of detractors. This could have gone a very, very wrong way. But the sort of yeah. people who are going to approach her about Animal Crossing are people who love Animal Crossing. And those are some of the best sorts of people, right? Yeah, yeah, man. Down to earth folk who just want to chill. It's become this um, this quiet phenomenon. This chill phenomenon actually is a better better way to describe it because people are just being chill about it. No, it's, dude, it's been you know. a fucking smash success. Well, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. I mean, it's a smash success. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and the sales numbers are fucking oh, yeah. crazy. But I mean, like, quiet as in people aren't being aggressive about how much they like this game. Mm-hmm. That people are just being cool. People are just being chill about it, right? And then you got these fucking knuckleheads online jumping in. Like one person was was saying that um, 
uh, it, it is the leftist fantasy that is demasculating uh, oh. America or some shit. He did this whole fucking thesis online. I, forget, I don't even, want, I don't even Tom remember. Tom Nook's out here to... castrating us. Essentially, essentially, actually, well, yeah, is, is what this guy Timmy was going on about. And he kept on going like, "Well, he, he goes like that's just what I think. I'm not even sure if Tom is still in the games again. I didn't play this." And I'm like, "Then why are you spitting words on something you didn't yeah. play?" You fucking fool. Why does it matter to you? Why does it matter to you that people are coming together over something and having fun Mm -hmm. and enjoying themselves? Because people are curmudgeons. And such cool things. Daniel, tell me about a cool fucking thing that has come in the zeitgeist of this game from our good friend, the Rogue One. Yeah, I'll I'll say that. That's part of this, too. I mean, I... She also gave a graduation speech, too. Which, yeah, that that was one of her last island calls where she... This person, I think, was either graduating high school or college... And she gave a little Animal Crossing speech through like the little you know text chat, and it was really sweet and wholesome. Like, I didn't say that. that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's it's it's great. But like, so call having that good vibes, the good vibeage. But to have her put that out there in the world, um, it intersected with another man who is also putting out strong Animal Crossing vibes and changing the platform of of the video game in a really fun way. Uh, Mr. Gary Wooda himself, the rogue, the rogue one. one, the rogue one, who's out there. Um, you know, he's writing books, he's doing his thing, but he started streaming Animal Crossing. I think every day from nine to 10 or 9 to ten thirty, It was like a short window in the morning. Yeah, it's the earliest notification yeah. I get every day. Where he was just playing Animal Crossing with his kids, but then he's like, what if I started like a morning talk show? And he started this segment called Animal Talking, where he... He has this like little boom mic guy who's on set every day. He's kind of the sound guy uh, who reacts. But then he brings on guests. He'll bring on like two guests, people from all different walks of the industry in the world and musicians even to do like musical numbers. And uh, it's been it's been getting quite the reaction. There's a subreddit for it even. That's how you know it's real. But so AOC popped up there like, you know, slide of my DMs and Gary Witter was like, uh, he put it out there. She's like, this sounds very intriguing to me. This sounds like something that I would like. And Gary was like, slide in my DMs. And it looks like they're working on coordinating something. You made that sound like really yeah. just like that's sex, how it was. sexier than it wasn't like that. That's how it, he said it. He no, was like, it, slide into my it, DMs. It wasn't. Yeah. It, that's crazy. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gary would can do that. I think it's more of the way you said it. Yeah. Maybe maybe the words the were there. Yeah, the yeah, implications yeah. are stronger there. Yeah. But it's it's just wild to think that like he he put that out there and now like she's a potential guest for for animal talking. That would be crazy. He yeah. got um the, so he even puts on his YouTube like mm-hmm. little little clips like best of clips of each episode yes. that he does. And I watched the one with Colin Trevorrow who mm-hmm. was the director of Jurassic World mm-hmm. and was supposed to direct Star Wars Nine. I think he's the one that backed. He out was of in that. talks to it. I think he yeah. was in talks to do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he was on there, and that was super cool to have him uh, talk because the production value is there for some reason. And it's like, and then you have to stop <laughs> to yourself and think like, wow, it's, it's really good streamage. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of good um, production effects going into that. And mm-hmm. then also their set in game is really amazing. Yeah. The, the stage room is really awesome. There's a drum set. He's got a desk with a switch on it and he he's has got a ferns everywhere. Nobody can sit at his desk and he's got like a guest chair and he's got a slide too, for some reason, but it's oh, the elephant slide, the yeah. elephant slide, yeah, he, which he announced as yeah. being the, the elephant, elephant in the, the room. room. <laughs> it's, it's so like <laughs> clever and fun. And like Gary is just like such a good, host as it is he's got he's got a very good like podcast presence and i think this translates really really well there and uh it's just i don't know how they do it i don't know if they do it through like discord or zoom calls 
Um, I who I yeah. who knows? Yeah. Who knows? People are figuring out some crazy <laughs> shit to do with um staying connected and and, and mm-hmm. doing like content like that with oh, like yeah. multiple participants. This shit is like unlike anything I've I've seen. I've seen people throw like surprise birthday parties and do fun little things here and there, but this is I don't know, it's like platform changing, right? Yeah, it, um, it's such a cool thing. Who was it? Grimecraft did a concert in there um with the kind of funny community. It was that was kind of fun Oh, to watch. really? Yeah, I missed yeah, that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, Greg Miller hosted it. That was like that was a kind of neat like live Animal Crossing phenomenon to see. It's kind of like almost like this multiplayer component. It feels like a weird extension of Fortnite and that weird platformized stuff that they do within the game, and it makes it feel like kind of alive mm. with community and really different than it felt, you know, on previous systems. Right. That it that it that it's actually slowly morphing into a social media platform yeah. more so than that that also happens to be a game yeah like people are going on dates people are holding fashion shows like wow. all this crazy shit is happening with there's a whole metaverse within animal crossing right well now. while sitting in the the rafters the <laughs> second life community staring on going like this is what we've been this talking is what about we tried but you're all furry freaks <laughs> there's that <laughs> <laughs> no no but i um i love it i love what gary's doing here i mean he's had some cool people on so far he had felicia day on um kind of funny is uh joey noel and people like that um, that's really cool yeah i think he's he's trying to get elijah wood on there y- yeah, yeah he is and they have actually he's already jumped in by surprise and just like hung around gary's island oh my god which is really cool yeah. i like that elijah wood is going on these fucking adventures yeah that's another thing that we, we got to talk about here elijah that's wood a, is just visiting people's islands just and just being islands. super polite yeah. <laughs> like thanking people for like fruiting <laughs> him and just again signing bulletin boards and doing all this stuff. I mean, why not, man? Yeah. This this is great. Yeah, this is great. I hope you know we should get. Oh, that would be cool. I wonder what his island is like though. Um, I imagine it's just very loader themed. Is that how you say loader? Loader, lotar. What's the show he did with the dog? Yeah, you're gonna fucking kill me. I forgot the name. Wilfred. Yeah, yeah. his island is just like a recreation of Wilfred. <laughs> just, just him and a dog. Just the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, you know what I want? Mm. You know, I just thought of it. I want an Animal Crossing movie. Oh. But, like, you construct a movie within Animal Crossing mm-hmm. using all the in-game assets, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're just recording it. But you get these mega celebrities to all, like, play characters or be a part of, like, this expansive story mm-hmm. that you're filming in Animal Crossing. So okay. Elijah Wood yeah, get, sure. get, gets Who would you there, cast man. him as? Who's your headcanon for Elijah Wood? For Elijah Wood? Yeah. I think he <laughs> would be the villager starting up the island. The polite villager starting villager, up the okay. island, right? And Tom Nook, mm-hmm. we would recast with, like, Nick Nolte. Okay. Or something like good. that. Yeah. Yeah, and we could just populate the whole cast, get Hugh Jackman in there. He can do a big dance number name another villager that hugh jackman could play name another villager yeah. uh is there a wolverine <laughs> there should be <laughs> was that like a, a a trivia question yeah yeah because I, I, I don't think you know enough animal crossing character names to like cast a i whole think there film. was a rhino and rotor- rollerblades <laughs> on my island at a certain point i forget his fucking name yeah. it's like fuzz or something um fuzz should be played by matt dillon <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, who would you get for isabel you gotta cast isabel i gotta cast isabel yeah um i'm gonna go with ooh, 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 ooh. wait for this one hmm. what's the emma from harry potter emma, emma watson emma watson oh emma watson emma watson isabel. for isabel i mm-hmm. like that yeah Ooh. yeah the hair standing up on the end of my arm you know what i, I do chills. all day daniel what do you do i look at a video game mm-hmm. and i say who would i cast in the movie <laughs> constantly yeah. just staring at my shelves 
Strange for somebody who hates video game adaptations. Yeah, you shouldn't yeah. do it. <laughs> you should do big TV um, shows. One last bit on here about this Animal Crossing phenomenon. I don't like football, but for the sports, fan, sports ball fans out there, uh, the Detroit Lions announced their whole next like play season, away games and home games, uh, against teams that they're going to be playing against over the next like 10 or so weeks. And that was kind of creative. It was it was a neat little collaboration with like them and other like football players. Within Animal Crossing? Within Animal Crossing. Okay. They did like a... It was a... Um, a scripted video, obviously, and kind of, like, produced. Because they even changed, like, the, the text that Tom Nook says um, to, like, promote, like, you know, hey, they're playing against this team or this team. And I'm like, okay, so it's a neat little stunt, you hmm. know. But I don't like football, but I thought that was pretty sweet. Well, this is how it begins, Daniel. Yeah. This hmm. is how we detach from reality. Why do we need it? I was already detached. Huh? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number two. Mm. On here, my friend. You might be very excited for this. Very excited. Are you excited? I feel excited. Mm. Rumor time. A Mass Effect trilogy remaster might release next year. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. No? Nothing? Just a rumor? What's that pulse on that? Just a rumor. You feeling Paragon about this, or are you feeling Renegade about uh, this? I'm feeling pretty Renegade because, no. listen, they already remastered the Mass Effect trilogy, uh, and we should get a Dead Space remaster first. What do you mean they remastered the Mass Effect there, trilogy? There, were, there was a, a combined trilogy that they had on PS3 where yeah. they remastered one and packed it into that, too. I guess that's a remaster. That's mm. a same-generation remaster? Yeah. What yeah. a strange concept. <laughs> yeah, they already did it, though. We fucked up six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta fix this. Well, it's, I think it's because, too, initially, um, the first Mass Effect wasn't on PS anything. It was an Xbox. Yeah, yeah it was a 360 so, exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, I, I remember that edition. Mm. Well, I get it. I get mm. it. That's, hang on. Let, let me let me try to speak to your better, better uh I said what I said. Here. I want a Dead Space remaster. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Last week, Electronic Arts. Yeah in the game said that it will release 14 new games during the next fiscal year ending in march 2021 Mm -hmm. specific titles were not named but it's a mix of sports games imagine that indie titles mobile games and an additional eahd title speaking of hd i can hear that fucking dog (laughs) in hd in the background jesus christ is it fucking howling at us i know we're bad at podcasting but you don't have to fucking give us gruff Oh, wow. Piece that guy's going off. Shit. Anyway. Naughty Dog won't let you kill that dog. Can you believe it? Can you stop? <laughs> <laughs> Daniel's being bad. <laughs> Up until 2019's re-release of Burnout Paradise, mm. EA was staunchly opposed to remasters of their games. In 2016, Peter Moore told IGN, quote, We're a company that is focused on delivering for the future. I was asked a question once about remasters, and I said, it's just not what we do. (laughs) Yeah, he did say that. He did say that (laughs) shit. No one seemed to know what the title EA could be thinking of remastering. No one except Venture Beats Jeff Grubb. Grubb wrote, quote, God, why did I, why do I always put wrote in front of quote? Yeah. I'm, Do you sound these lines out before you say them? No. No, I certainly don't. (laughs) (laughs) Grubb wrote, quote, oh, and that HD remake of an EA game is a Mass Effect trilogy. Just don't expect that to also launch on Switch. At least not at first, end quote. Mr. Grubb did not reveal the source of this information, so take it as unconfirmed until... The commander endorses it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay. So all initial comments aside, like this is cool. Even if it is a rumor, yeah. like Mass Effect is a fucking amazing trilogy, and Fan, I think, fans have wanted this for a while. And I, I think maybe a combination of Bioware. Well, I wouldn't say Bioware. I'd say EA uh, maybe left the initial trilogy to die when they moved on to to Andromeda, and that was kind of a not maybe what they wanted. Maybe it wasn't a success in EA's eyes. This is something like. 
it's a given. I don't care if you don't do remasters. I don't care if you only do it for burnout. Like, your fans want this, and you're going to make gangbusters doing this. So come just do it. What a weird thing yeah. if it was only ever Burnout Paradise that they remastered. <laughs> and then when they're asked again about it, like, hey, you want to do, like, a skate remaster? Like, we don't do that. We don't, do, like, we don't do remasters. What the fuck was Burnout? <laughs> no, uh, I, I, I do like that they're bringing it back mm-hmm. um, because it's what we've been asking for for a while. Yeah. I wanted to revisit uh, revisit those games. Mm-hmm. And as we've moved, we're literally moving two generations away from their um, conception. Yeah. It, it'd be cool to have that legacy back on over mm-hmm. and to be able to experience it. Like all like in a in row, one yeah, in one go like that. That might be pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, you can make different choices and watch them immediately affect the sequels. That's cool shit. I mean, that was kind of the the best promise of the the whole franchise, and I think it plays out in really fantastic ways based off of what you do. And I, I really love that about the game. And I, you know, I didn't get into Dragon Age like that. I know it has a similar carryover, but for this one, it's just like it hit. I don't, care, I don't care how what gripes you have about the ending. They fixed it up a little bit. They made Mass Effect 3 a better game, and I'm interested to see how that is now. So, yeah. And I actually, I never played the first one. Uh, you never played Mass Effect 1? No, I played it as part of like a interactive comic at the beginning of Mass Effect 2 on PS3. And I had That's no context right. for any of the choices. I'm like, okay, who who's the guy? I forget. Caden? Uh, yeah, Caden and then the Ashley? girl. Ashley. I'm like, I don't know who these people it's are. It's all coming back to me. Yeah. I think I sacrificed Caden. I don't know. That makes sense. Yeah. I was dating Ashley for a little while. Yeah, I have no context for who that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of romance in these games, man. Mm-hmm. That's a whole, that's like the thing. Dude, I went out of my way so hard to romance a Corian. And when I did, I drove her to suicide. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. <laughs> you know, ain't, ain't that how it goes yeah. sometimes in Mass Effect, <laughs> it's though? It's like that sometimes. Yeah, but now's your chance to make it all right. It's a reunion of yeah. sorts. <laughs> do you think they'll do this, though? Like, do you think they care enough to do it? I think that the answer is yes i don't think they want the name of mass effect to kind of go by the wayside because mm-hmm. it, it sounds like um the next mass effect is in very early stages of ideation under a very small team mm-hmm. um i wouldn't be surprised if that game is actually a smaller game than what we even saw out of andromeda but maybe a more focused title but in the meantime that's going to take a while to fucking yeah come out with. Do they have casey hudson for that or no I don't know. I don't know for sure uh, what Casey's up to. I haven't. I haven't talked to him in a while. Okay, but um, get him. Try him right now. Try him right now. Yeah. <laughs> do a zoom. Zoom's zoom background. Listen, he's, everybody's he's got Andromeda in the background. Everybody's yeah. zooming with everybody right now. Yeah, we're, I don't have Zoom. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm not zooming and rooming. It'd be cool though, man. What's what would be your background? Oh, mine. Um, I just do Fantasy Islands because I just kind of want to go on a vacation. Fantasy Islands. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. neat, man. I, I do like some seeing some of the Microsoft ones though, like through Microsoft Teams. Like there's a Halo background. Were you out there with the Revenant and just chilling? Oh, wow. Yeah. I would love to have um, the courtyard scene from mm-hmm. Matrix Reloaded. Oh, okay. Uh, with all of the Agent Smiths showing up. <laughs> I just want to have all of That's them. That's weird. Going, really? Actually, I think mine would be the trademark, um, you know, the dog, the this is fine meme with the flaming room. Yeah, with the flaming? Yeah, I would just be the dog at the chair with the oh, flaming Oh, get a little me. effect where it's actually burning? Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. Anyway, Mass Effect Trilogy yeah. remastered. Um, I hope that they fix up the original game. Because the original game... It's combat was there, mm-hmm. but it wasn't there to make you happy. So part two fixed the combat, like smoothed it out, made mm-hmm. it more uh, actiony. Whereas the first one had just a little goofy. I wonder if they're gonna do quality of life improvements over the remasters, or just kind of be like, just, "Oh, it's 4K. Here you go." Yeah, just port the collection that was last yeah. gen. <laughs> that, that that would sound lazy. To me. That, that would be lazy. I yeah. almost imagine that's how they treat it, but I hope they don't. I hope they get a good team on it with love, because like you get a lot of remasters or 
I guess, expansion versions of the game. Like Final Fantasy X, X-2 Remastered, that's a port of a game that came out last gen, but that game was made with a lot of love. And a lot of what they did to modernize it and even like do like, you know, we have an OG soundtrack, we have a live like arrangement soundtrack just to have something new to it. Like you need something like that. Honor what Mass Effect is because it's beloved. It's a huge landmark in terms of narrative gaming. So yeah, put heart into it. I'm excited to go yeah. back to it, honestly. Yeah, like, me too. When I heard about this, I was like, oh, fucking finally. Yeah. I would. I probably do the same thing I did my first run because, like, I'm just kind of, you know, that's how I am. Goody fucking two-shoes over here. Making the right choices. Yeah, I went, I went Paragon. What'd you do to the Rachni? And the, it was a comic decision. I think I wiped him. You wiped the yeah. Rachni, I said, man? fuck the Rachni queen. Ah, uh, dude, <laughs> you, you, so you just, um, you deleted an entire sex scene that is pretty intricate and really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, In which game? Two or three? It's it's at the end of two. Mm. It's a bonus. Okay. Yeah. Right before you fight Giant Terminator. Um, I forgot about that. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> All this is coming back to me. I'm just like, oh yeah, I really love the Mass Effect games. Like I played a lot of it. It was such a shame that Andromeda yeah. didn't grip me. I that I didn't finish that one. Mm. Um, I have I, it laying around somewhere. I think Andromeda had a cool premise, but at that point, it's like the commitment of the original Mass Effect is you have these characters that you've kind of already grown to love and the set pieces were really memorable. Like, I remember such distinct landmark moments from 2 and even 3, like fucking fighting the Gek and doing all these crazy things and fighting the Reapers. And I don't think that Andromeda had those similar, like, kind of hard-hitting moments, you Mm -hmm. know? It probably had cool exploration and missions, but, like, I heard nothing about it afterwards. It just didn't feel right. I don't know. It just, it didn't feel great or super interesting mm. and it, it felt like it had too many identities clashing with itself uh, trying to like be that classic mass effect but trying to also make it a bit more open world in kind of needless ways mm. it, it was a strange one I, I remember just really not digging with it maybe i would have felt different if the characters really made a splash yeah. but i feel like they're i couldn't name a single character in that game mm. could not and that's the that's the mark of any good Bioware game, like an identifiable cast mm-hmm. that has a strong case for themselves and characters that are well, you know, designed. It's a shame that that game didn't have it. You sound very philosophical about it. Well, <laughs> the mark of a good uh, Bioware game is um, <laughs> the connection that the player yeah. makes with the characters. Yeah. Uh, if you don't feel this character, they're not going to feel your game. That's what they call the Bioware magic. Oh, now you oh. now you go in some dark. Places. Oh, did I? Oh, <laughs> oops. Are we getting a remaster because the rest of the team is focused on Anthem rebooted? Anthem. What is it? Anthem Redux. Anthem or Next or, yeah. or whatever. Like we we heard the rumorings mm-hmm. last year that that was kind of they were thinking about doing a big um how would you say reintroduction to sure. Anthem. Yeah. A Realm Reborn, an Anthem Reborn, a Javelin Reborn. There we go. We landed <laughs> on the third attempt. <laughs> good, good job there. Yeah, no, no problem, man. <laughs> I don't know. I I, I want to see big things out about Bioware. Mm-hmm. Um, still, I I yeah. I I just don't know what to do with Mass Effect going forward in the mm-hmm. future. Right? Like, what makes it good? Do they just go back to Shepard? Do they do like what can they do for us? That'd be resting on their laurels too hard. I think it's just like you have such an interesting universe as it is. Why couldn't you just tell a different story that like just really worked for people? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't think you have to do anything extraordinary. Like, I think you just reboot it again and just have a different cast and crew, you know? Maybe. It's it's hard, too, because, like, the stakes of the first trilogy was, like, b- the whole galaxy was at stake. How do you do that big again? Or how do you do something that doesn't feel derivative of that, right? What if you did a prequel? Hmm. What if you did a prequel where they, humanity first encounters, like, the mass relays? Okay. Um, And so you're meeting these 
these alien species for the very first time. Mm-hmm. Like it's like the first pilgrimages you you go to these planets to meet these different alien races. Okay. That might be an interesting one. And like you can lo- Maybe like it starts lo- on Earth. Right. You can lo-fi some of the um, technology too, which would be mm-hmm. cool design wise. Yeah, I'd fuck with really that. Interesting. Yeah, it might be pretty interesting. I don't know. Hmm. Hey, yo, Casey Hudson, I don't know why we don't talk no more. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why we talk no more. I got, I'm filled with ideas. Brimman, I'm leaking ideas. He's leaking. I'm leaking. I gotta clean him up. I'm leaking. All right, Daniel, hmm. you want to talk about Xbox for a while? Sure. Oh, cool. Yeah. Number three on yeah. here is the yeah. newest inside Xbox... Hi- Hang on. The newest inside Xbox highlights third-party games. That's from other parties. I watched a lot of this, by the way. I watch all of it. I watched like three simultaneous live streams. I watched um, Stealth do a live stream about he it. He did a live stream about yeah. it? Really? Uh, yeah. Okay. Stealth is doing some uh, streaming these days. Yeah. I watch Kind of Funny's reaction to it. Cool. They got bored when the interview segments came up, so they started talking uh, okay. over them pretty crazy. But yeah, so Microsoft is committing to monthly inside Xbox presentations that focus on different aspects of their upcoming next-gen console, from what Xbox Game Studios has in the cooker to Xbox Games Pass and... Did I say Xbox Games Pass? No, 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 no. That's, that's, that's the wrong IP. Xbox Game Pass <laughs> and xCloud. This direct style blitz is called Xbox 20 slash 20, or mm. am I supposed to say 2020? Not the year, like hindsight 2020? Yeah, it's another weird like grime situation with their kid. How Come do you on, say that? Xbox. How do you say Xbox backwards? Yeah, Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> so Xbox 2020 and first the first one focuses on third-party announcements and the new console's smart delivery feature. Though the company said it would be debuting gameplay for the recently announced Assassin's Creed Valhalla, it didn't. <laughs> Instead, it showed heavily edited in-game footage, which disappointed fans looking for a deeper dive into the game's mechanics. Creative director Ashraf Ishmael responded to jilted fans on Twitter, saying, quote, you rightfully expected to see more today. Mm. We have a long marketing campaign ahead of us. You will see in-depth gameplay and get a lot more info about the game. Thank you for your excitement and passion. <laughs> be patient with us and be kind. <laughs> it will be worth it. End quote. Okay. I thought that was interesting because that, that was like the big criticism from it. Where it was just like they kept on going like, oh, world premiere gameplay of Assassin's Creed. And then the, here's another fucking... Mm. Just cutscenes. Come on. Come on. I know that you just kind of debuted this game and confirmed its existence like a week ago, but if you're going to tell like, world premiere gameplay, you got to do something. Even if it's just walking. Just show me this character walking. Yeah. (laughs) So, in fact, most of the game shown relied on cinematics or in-game footage, uh, if not gameplay. Mm -hmm. Even so, there were some neat standouts proving Xbox plans on having a robust AA lineup for the Xbox Series X. I got a laundry list of games on here. We don't have to talk about every single one, but um, some of the shit that stood out to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blooper Studios is doing the medium, uh, which is, if you don't know, Blooper, 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 whatever. They did... Um, Blair Witch. Blair Witch, Layers of Fear. Uh, I think there's another title they were working on. I forget. Mm-hmm. But they So they do the horror games, the kind of, the kind of um, first person walking through the woods horror games. And this one looked pretty interesting. Okay. It's actually featuring the music of Akira Yamamoka, who did the Silent Hill oh. uh, games, or okay. the music for those games, Fuck. which is cool. I think that's cool. It's like, oh, yeah, that's a cool team up. Mm-hmm. Um, that game looked decently impressive. Mm-hmm. Anything stand out to you? I don't know. Honestly, this game was kind of like, you know the box from Hellraiser, like the Hell Box? This game was a lot Pandora's of like... Box. like interesting horror games and weird vibes like it was not your typical i i video conference of games that you would see you wouldn't see nintendo pull this shit off (laughs) no there were some weirdnesses man the first like few sets that weren't like racing games or sports like tie-ins i'm like 
what is that? I was intrigued. A lot of it had my 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 attention, but the thing is, a lot of what was the case for Valhalla is the case for most of these games. There was no gameplay shown. It was all these like really cool cinematic suites, like um, Scorn, that that horny Geiger game. Ugh. Weird sensual Geigerness, where gross. And I thought sexy. for a moment I was like, is this an alien game? It gets close to it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I almost had thought, like, Prometheus, but... It's got that murky style, yeah. right? And that very biological future horror style, yeah. I don't know what it is, but it looked really, really cool. Like, the whatever engine that this Xbox Series X machine is pushing on right now looks cool. Looks really cool. Yeah. Another one that stood out to me was... Where is it? Call of the Sea, which kind of reminded me of it. It was a very, like, popping, colorful adventure-type game. Mm-hmm. Had It had, like, a firewatch feel to it for a second but then you go diving yeah. and through all these like jungles and topographies I was like, oh, this, it's this... one of them edith finch yeah. kind of style i fuck with that everybody goes to the rapture mm-hmm. because i gone home kind of see a solitude yeah yeah that it's exactly that game mm-hmm. but you become a mermaid at a certain point fuck so. yeah there you go i like mermaids yeah i mean <laughs> a lot of these games i think it was just like I don't know what this game is. Looks cool, yeah. Because a lot of it was a cinematic thing. But okay. I, I will, I will go on the defensive a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, corporate apologist, how you doing, Kevin? Hi. Um, in that the reason the companies don't or are afraid to show mm-hmm. uh, footage of their games, like that deep dive you're looking for in Assassin's sure. Creed, is because well, the last thing that happens in games is that like layer of polish right mm-hmm. or unless they work on a vertical slice specifically sure. to show you something that's as stable as possible so gamers are not understanding in that element if you show them something that looks buggy mm-hmm. or you know a little little kind of twitchy on there they're gonna fucking rip it apart and be like this looks bad this game is bad oh yeah it's for like, sure but so... like valhalla comes out when this time next year early 2021 i think it's supposed to come out this year dude. oh it comes out 2020 comes out the holiday, holidays yeah, yeah. They have to have a vertical slice of this game ready. Like, anything that they could have shown, like, you know, a few minutes of. And, like, again, I, I'll go to their defense. Like, if if they were worried about it getting torn apart or maybe something getting, like, vulnerable to hacking. Mm-hmm. Like, we saw a fucking, you know, Naughty Dog somehow. They're like, let's just kind of just keep it at a distance. Let's show you cinematics here. Yeah. Um, I, well, I think in Ubisoft's um, situation in particular they very much uh, spread out those breadcrumbs like across the year because they want something like literally every month of something yeah. new to show you. Oh, they do like huge Ubi pressers. Yeah. Pressers? Ubi pressers. So I bet you like around the time that E3 was supposed to happen in June is what when they actually have sure. gameplay, gameplay probably ready to show yeah, us. Yeah, maybe Jeff Keighley will give it yeah. to us during the, what, five years of gaming that he's oh, doing? Oh, Jeff, Jeff will come in and he'll give you the Valhalla. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he'll give you what you need. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the, I... I that's Ubisoft though, but yeah, yeah. I, I do. I, I'm of the same mind though. It's like if you show me a CG trailer, I think you're selling me on a mood more so than selling me on what the product mm-hmm. is. And I understand that. Maybe other people don't understand that when they see those trailers and mm-hmm. go like, "What the? Oh, that game looked cool." And it's just like, "What game? <laughs> what game are you talking about?" Yeah. Like we don't know anything about it. It's just a fucking trailer. Like, well, there was another one that did that shit. I don't even know because some of them are just names to me right now, and that's I think that's the problem with establishing like new IPs. It's like until you get familiar with it, it's just like oh, it feels like kind of nebulous. Yeah, like I can't I can't remember a lot of these beyond like you know Yakuza, obviously. Uh, but that okay, that was a fun one that also strayed away from showing you any actual gameplay, yeah. even though the game actually released in Japan. Out, yeah, because I think they were purposely trying to hide the fact that the gameplay is turn based. Mm-hmm. 
So they're showing all these like epic fight scenes without any HUD or any context mm-hmm. or anything. And, and I'm, I'm sure it still looked it. dope. Yeah, it looked dope. <laughs> it obviously, looks dope. Yeah. But I'm just like, man, do you does Xbox think so? They, they think they're gonna scare people away by showing so. some JRPG I think mechanics. So. I don't think Xbox is ready for it like that. But also, how are you gonna fucking get, open up the door in Japan? They've historically yeah. had a bad relationship and bad sales in Japan with their Xbox units. Like, mm-hmm. how are you gonna be like, oh yeah, let's let's make sure we continue doing nothing to interest that market? <laughs> it, it, it's a shame too because they off they have a lot of cool studios that they probably could have seized that opportunity with you know i mean although i say that when scarlet nexus is on the list true that's another thing that, yeah. that's a su- super <laughs> fucking made in japan game yeah that's I, uh was that nandai bamco i mean maybe this will be that new generation for them where they do sort of things like that i mean if yeah. you're if you're in bed with nintendo kind of these days like that's you might true. have some jrpgs on here that's true so, yeah, but get some JRPGs i mean i'm kind of hyped for yakuza like a dragon uh, obviously I, i'm gonna play it on playstation whatever playstation Probably. 5 but they did confirm it's next gen yeah yes so it's coming okay. out next gen interesting so it's gonna be with the launch of the console i think they cool. they were still withholding dates mm. probably because until phil. we have yeah, except phil. phil until we have a release date for the series x itself mm. they can't even fucking put a release date for these games because it reveals too much like they can't be like it's sure. this this yakuza's come out in november 15 2020 and people are like huh november 15 so is that the same? And then, the, you know, the answer is inevitably yeah. yes. So, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Weird year. Pretty weird year. These companies would be like November. Pre-order now. Yeah. November, November motherfucker. You know? Hmm. Hmm. I mean, they're playing their hand. I mean, I guess they, at the moment, they feel like they can because, like, where's Sony at right now with any of this, right? This so far, like... Where's Sony? I'm not a huge Xbox proponent. I love that fans have an ecosystem that they believe in and games that they love. You and you know? love Phil. Yeah, I love Phil, you know? I've met him once, actually. Did yeah. I ever tell you that? No. He was a lovely man. Oh. Yeah, yeah, We shook hands, and I was just like... I, I did, like, a double take. I was just like, Phil Spencer? And oh. he's like, yeah, Phil Spencer. <laughs> I shook his hand. Uh, met his wife, too, yeah. that We got into oh. the Titanfall party at South by Southwest. It was years oh. back when I was doing my, my last job. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so we got into that party, and... Funny enough, Donald Glover was there as Gambino performing. Ah. So I was playing Titanfall for the first time on like the midnight that it was releasing. Mm -hmm. And Gambino, before I even knew who he was or listened to his music, was there. What a weird memory that just came up. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you have a lot of interesting con stories. Like, you've gone <laughs> to a lot of weird cities and... Well, I shouldn't say weird cities, but like... You should say weird cities. cities. weird cities. With like cons and, and Winnipeg concerts. is a weird city. Winnipeg. Winnipeg. We're not going to talk about Canada with you right now. No, we don't need to be there. <laughs> um, I, so Xbox is showing up right now where, you know, Sony isn't. Um, Winnipeg, so far, for instance. <laughs> they're in Winnipeg. So far across, like, their own inside Xboxes. And even at um, the Game Awards, they're like, okay, here's some games that are coming up for, like, you know, Xbox Series X. And still with Sony, we've only gotten, what, um, Greedfall. What is that game called? Greedfall? Yeah. What's that? Um, Maybe it is Greedfall. Yeah, Loot and Slasher from Gearbox. We're going to stick with Greedfall. <laughs> Greedfall works. That sounds right. <laughs> It doesn't sound... No, I, trust me. It's right. It's right. Greed Falls right. Okay. The Greed Falls. <laughs> the Greed Falls. Yeah, which is apropos of for, Gearbox for publishing yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and then we had that, that GDC-type demo with Mark Cerny, which was a presentation, but we still haven't seen anything about the design yeah. of, of the console. We've seen controller leak because they did that. Um, but we need to see something more from them. 
you know. From Sony? Yeah. Otherwise, you see Xbox, you know, granted they're just cinematic trailers, but they're showing those. They're showing what the engine can do, and they're also doubling down on smart delivery, which I think is a really cool next-gen push and initiative. Yeah, so let me ask you, overall, you think they had a good showing on this first inside Xbox? I, I think that connective tissue of, of going from game to game, like I said, even if it's just a cinematic part, them just saying at the bottom, this is going to have smart uh, delivery feature. This is going to be enabled for that. This is going to push that idea that CD Projekt Red was kind of the first studio to talk about, like, hey, you're only going to have to buy Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk yeah. 2077 once. You can play it on whichever Xbox between the two you want. And that's really cool. And to see all these other games be enabled for that, I thought that's that's smart messaging. It gives them a cool leg up where it's like, we don't even know what Sony's backwards compatibility looks like. A hundred of the best PS4 games that's objective like <laughs> you know is it just by sales is we, it, we keep on hitting yeah. that narrative of 100 they did confirm it will be way more than 100 oh, okay it's just that the At top first. for some reason yeah. mark cerny decided to get really granular with his with his um phrasing and said that 100 of the top most played mm-hmm. playstation 4 games will be undoubtedly uh undoubtedly backwards okay. compatible at launch okay which everyone was like, so there's only a hundred, huh? Yeah. No, no, you're right. I forgot <laughs> every about single that. time, yeah, every yeah. single time. Okay, I'll give, I'll give them that. I think, I think the negative space for the smart delivery thing is that they said that certain games that they were showing off have smart delivery, sure. which means that not every game will have smart delivery. Which means that it's really up to the behest of the developers, yeah, third the party developers, yeah. whether or not they want to do it. So that that might be that might be like one knock where it's like, hey, sure. some of these games will look better, so. But for these games, you won't really necessarily have a reason to even play it on the Series X. Is kind of like that messaging to me. Yeah. But I don't think it's like a huge attractor. I think it is. I think smart delivery overall is super good because it's like, yeah. hey, bought a copy because I couldn't wait for fucking um, Cyberpunk. I'm obviously not going to wait for Cyberpunk. Very cool that if I'm in the Xbox ecosystem, I will have an upgrade for free day one. That's cool. That's still cool. I'm yeah. not going to take away from that. That's awesome. No, you, 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 you fucking can't. Because even the promise of that and how that will revolutionize like this upcoming gen is really exciting Mm -hmm. and that's that's i think that's while they might not have the exclusives they might not have this or that you know they have the promise of like furthering what gaming is going to be you know the stream services the cloud services this yeah i think that was the other hard thing a lot of criticism that i saw leveled at this first inside xbox when they already said that they're going to do like five of these um (laughs) is that we didn't have like that big old surprise slobber knocker announcement i'm just like dudes that's the funny thing is that i think the expectation is set by events like e3 where we wait all year to have that Mm -hmm. big old explosion and what people mean when they level that criticism is that oh they didn't show off a surprise gigantic sequel to something and that's the only thing that's going to knock your socks off and so when they see a bunch of like you know kind of maybe double a games Mm -hmm. that are interesting in their own right but aren't like you know they're new contenders basically people get disappointed and i'm just like guys you need to adjust your expectations i guess i mean it's like look at um the nintendo directs like i don't care what they announce half the time it's still fun for somebody who's in the nintendo ecosystem where i'm like okay i'm not gonna jump for all these games but this is still hype yeah and even if they don't have that big premiere like oh fuck they didn't show anything from metroid 4 like whatever like there's still something there they do them with a frequency and that's the thing like we're moving away from e3 being the only point of contact for huge announcements like there can be intermittent (laughs) sprinklings or things throughout a year now because of these digital presences and that's that's what inside xbox is so we're gonna get more from scorn don't you worry you can see more of those horny one from scorn <laughs> more scorn yeah, yeah you're gonna get more of it it's just gonna this is just kind of uh the tip of the iceberg yeah tip of the iceberg yeah. um i do think you know 
as far as showing off that, hey, consumer, get excited about next gen. Mm-hmm. I wasn't quite feeling it. Like the smart delivery sure. thing, yes, good thing, but I wasn't quite like looking at these games and going, ooh, these look radically different in any mm-hmm. sort of way. And the and the big conversation is that next gen isn't really supposed to be like this uppercut upscaling of graphics mm-hmm. as much as it is just changing in the ways that we engage with games and going through streaming and stuff like that, you know, and and lower loading times or almost nil loading times and, yeah. and stuff like that. But, you know, I at the same time I was just like, Oh yeah, cool. These look like anything that I could pick up right now. I'm not seeing anything that's distinctly next gen in my mind. Yeah, exactly. They had a list of um Kind of like how Nintendo did when the Switch was announced, like forever ago. They had like that snapshot of here are all the developers that's going to be working with. Us. Oh, they did that. They 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 popped their dick on the table. <laughs> yeah. At the end of and this I, one too. And I caught some cool ones on there. I was like, okay, cool. Like this leads to promise. It's cool to see that you have all these people batting in the 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 Microsoft house right now because like that sets up a good you know five to ten years of gaming down the line. You know, so many new IPs or maybe returning IPs that like we haven't seen in a while. Capcom was there. Capcom was there. Capcom was there. Do you think we get them leaning harder with with Microsoft? No, no, I don't think so at all. No. They'll they'll always favor Sony. No, I wouldn't even say favor Sony. I yeah. think they are, they'll their multi platform is their business model because it works very well for them. Yeah. they're like yeah, they're always going to try to release something on Xbox and PS4 now because they did for literally two generations at this point. That's true. Um, yeah, they did that pretty hard on the yeah. um, like the 360 PS3 generation. Save save for for a couple of exceptions. Maybe I'm not thinking of anything that's stamp- Street Fighter. Oh, uh, sorry. Ooh, oh. Street Fighter Five. Right. Oh my god. One. Did that never come out for Xbox? No, it eventually did. Did it re- yeah, really? Yeah, yes, yes. Can we confirm that? Yeah. Confirm hang that on, right hang now. on, hang on. Capcom Captain's on the fucking Capcom case. <laughs> it eventually did, because I remember playing it um when I worked at GameStop. Fighter I'm like, oh I'm playing with Xbox kids. Five. I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to be wrong. God forbid you upset the gamers with your opinions. I'm looking I'm looking at it right now. No, that's not Street Fighter Five for Xbox. <laughs> No, it never did. No, was Street... I just playing PC kids? Street Fighter Five will never be released for the Xbox One, says Capcom. <laughs> Their exact words. Jesus, <laughs> Lord. Wow. Okay. Wow. Putting putting the okay. okay. Never mind. Then. Yeah. Scrub I'm just that. Speaking out of my ass this whole episode. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I supported it because I'm an enabler. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, that's... I enabled your wrong <laughs> That's that. Uh, that that's that new thing, right? Like when you ask somebody a question and their first response is, "I think." Mm. It means they decided to speak even though they don't know. Exactly. They're just like, I'm going to fill the space with this response. <laughs> Look at this shit. Yeah, man. Oh, wow. PS4. Okay. Yeah, I guess that maybe I was just playing against PC kids. That's pretty wild. Why do you hate PC kids, dude? I oh, don't. that's right. It's on Street Fighter. It's on uh, PS4 and um, PC. Yeah. And arcade. Hmm. There you go, Xbox on fans. You can fights. go to the old arcade. Anyway, <laughs> Get on the anyway sorry to derail that. because yeah, yeah. <laughs> just cut this all out. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, they had it. So we have a pretty big suite of developers helping helping out. I, I feel like, <clears throat> is that really that different than what's going on now? It's like, it feels like, yeah, of course. Mm. The third party will be there for you. Yeah, yeah no matter what, it. they've always been there. <laughs> In fact, Xbox has had to rely on third party That's true. pretty heavily this entire generation. Um, do, you so... think this, do you think they swing back here, though? Like, get back into like those projects from like what the coalition and 505 games well, and all these studios well i was i was a little bit excited that they ended this one in saying that the next installment of this xbox 2020 will be focused on xbox game studios okay which would include studios like obsidian and like what they're yes. working on so i'm hoping that's a big old mm-hmm. like hey look at this first party shit 
we're getting we're we're getting back in the game. I yeah. hope for that too, of course. Yeah. Um, but I don't think we're gonna see anything from Halo in the next one, or I, I think that's a little more down the road. Yeah. And Ge- Gears Five just came out, so that series is done. I, I <laughs> again, like I can only think of Halo and Gears as far as like Xbox kind of unfortunate. Party. Yeah, I know. So we're, they're gonna have to rely on new stuff, new IP for a new year. I know this dinosaur game looks hot as fuck though. Oh, which one was that? I forgot. Second the name of it. Extinction. Okay, that looks pretty dope. AKA Turox with an S. <laughs> That's what we should call it. Turox. 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 Uh, so it's four player. It's Left for Dead with dinosaurs. And oh fuck yeah! That's I yeah. That's gonna make me get a Series X day one. That game alone. That game alone. That game alone day one. I don't blame you. Actually, that's pretty tight. It's fucking yeah. tight as fuck, dude. You're it's, shooting dinosaurs yeah. left and right. It's more than Greedfall could give me. <laughs> word is greedfall yeah no dinosaurs <laughs> um oh this was a weird one too remember everyone was like befuddled by the vampire the masquerades um trailer. Yeah. they're like what the fuck is this and they're like oh okay that was a bad showing for it and i was just like yeah it was a weird trailer for what otherwise is shaping up to be a cool game um because like there there was like an e3 behind door behind the door demo mm-hmm. that people went crazy over and i'm like yeah it sounds fucking awesome but then that this weird trailer of them dancing around and with Christmas music, and there's these puppet bodies ha- hanging out. It, the for a moment, I was like, "Is this We Happy Few?" And then it was like, "Oh, it's, yeah, okay, it's Vampire the Masquerade." Very <laughs> odd, very odd way to go with it. I would almost prefer if it was a different vampire game altogether. Yeah, at that point, I was <laughs> like, like, "Oh, I hope uh, this isn't Bloodlines too." I actually wanted to pick that was. up. <laughs> it would look fucking weird, man. And then we're getting back into like Star Star Fox shooters with chorus. Hmm. No, is it? No, that wasn't chorus. It was um chor. No, it was chorus, but it looks like it's spelled chorves. Yeah, chorves. Chorvis. <laughs> yeah, it's chorus. So that looked neat, I guess. When's the last time you played a Starfighter game, dude? Uh, it's been a minute. I think I played Starfighter, not Starfighter, Star Fox Two on the uh, SNES Classic. With, oh, did you? With Dave Guy back in the day. Was that good? Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I mean it's it's no original. But I was more of a Star Fox sixty four kid. Same dude. That game was hot as fuck. Put it on the Switch. Put it on the Switch. Put it on the Switch. Put you put it on the fucking, Switch. You put in all these other games on the Switch. Do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we'll see what else Xbox has in store. Mm-hmm. I again, I'm I am patched into the PlayStation family. Of I course. get it. I get it. So I I don't know if I'll spring for a Series X anytime soon. Um, nope. You would have to literally like, you'd have to cheat me. Capcom would have to come up and be like, hey, you remember Street Fighter V? Remember we did? Resident Evil 8 is yeah. only for the Xbox Series X. And I'd be like, what? I guess I have to fucking buy it day one. And it's free on Games Pass. Free. <laughs> it's a Game Pass day and day. Yeah. That's the only way you can get me at release. Otherwise, I'm just like, ah, it's going to take a while for Xbox to really shore up their fucking whole situation. Yeah. So. I mean, they're doing great things with Game Pass. I just mean when it comes to exclusive games that make me excited that mm-hmm. aren't third party yeah there's not enough like specific to xbox to really twist my arm right now that's yeah, what i'm saying that's true i mean i can't think of one and i'd rather just kind of rest on the the last legs of my ps4 because i'm enjoying my time with it and i think i still have a good year or two of that left before the ps5 comes out anyway yeah yeah exactly um but yeah i'm not i'm not jumping to buy an xbox but I, again the prospect's exciting for people um and that dinosaur game does look sick hey there okay. you go guys you got a dinosaur game that's the power of next gen Here's my call. Hmm. I don't know if they still work closely with Rare or anything like that. Yeah, they're uh, they're Rare thing. Remaster or reboot Jet Force Gemini. Jet Force Gemini. Yeah. 
The sli- oh. One of the sleeper hits from the N64. So do we know for sure that Rare owns that property and by proxy Microsoft? Or is that a Nintendo? Yeah, was it a Nintendo Rare pairing? Nintendo Rare pair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Mm. I would I would be excited to see that. That is a beloved classic on the N64. Actually, I think when they did, they did a Rare collection on Xbox One where it had like a collection of, tw- I think, 20 or so Rare games. That was on there. And that's pretty cool. Was it really? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, that okay. game's cool. It's like a like a sci-fi shooter. I don't know if, if you guys know it, but oh, they know it. Yeah, the gamers know. The gamers know. Yeah, you know, you know what I want? Mm. Um, Beetle Adventure Racing. Oh. I want that back into the fold. You know who did that game? Mm. Angel Studios, who would later become Rockstar San Diego. Oh really? Yeah, Angel Studios also did the port of Resident Evil Two for the Nintendo sixty four. <laughs> That's pretty hot. That's pretty hot. <laughs> I I read an article recently, sidebar, of the studio head they were working on a game back in the 90s for the nintendo 64 and it wasn't shaping up very well i don't even remember what the game was Mm -hmm. because it didn't come out it actually got canceled and it got canceled because miyamoto showed up at their studio didn't even have them fly to japan no he he flew out Mm -hmm. (laughs) to california and he sat with them and he was just like this just isn't good Mm -hmm. basically and the the studio head just remembers very distinctly like this legend that he was preparing forever mm-hmm. to like show basically in five minutes just looked at like two art assets and was like no <laughs> this isn't right for nintendo uh, and he was like it was a soul crushing moment but like one of the most important <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. i think he also did that to like shadows of the empire but they fixed it up yeah oh, really yeah yeah apparently he because they believed in failing fast basically mm-hmm. any company should honestly so you don't fucking spend a lot of money and yeah, resources into something you won't release uh, down the road mm-hmm. so to have miyamoto show up like a fucking video game whisperer uh, look at your game and, and say this your is world. bad an arbiter of fate <laughs> it's coming out there <laughs> that's that's heavy that yeah. that's a hard rejection y'all think you have it bad when a girl says no imagine miyamoto the Mia- father of gaming he says miyamo no <laughs> I, would, I would quit gaming i would get into a different field altogether. i'd become an, like a physicist or something <laughs> or start my own fucking farm and, and secede to an island somewhere <laughs> listen nobody's gonna like your piece of shit game but i think you'll do wonders for the medical community <laughs> um you didn't write about it but just quick before we kind of dismount this episode and say goodbye mortal Kombat stuff is coming too i totally forgot yeah, and the, i'm totally excited the story dlc yes uh mortal Kombat 11 is getting dlc called aftermath it's coming out at the end of this month i think it's like may 26 or so mm. yeah fact check you can Soon. google it i'm not google i'm kevin hi hi kevin um it, it is it this is cool because it actually continues the story of where it left off mm-hmm. Um, which was in a really cool place, to be honest with you. But I don't want to spoil anything if anybody wants to like jump on board with MK11. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I care about Mortal Kombat spoilers like that. You know? Okay, well, Liu Kang is basically a demigod. Okay. After having been disgraced this entire reboot trilogy, um, he finally has come back into his own as a hero, which okay. is really fucking cool. Because he's like a dead guy in part two, man. Yes. Chasing you with his dead katana princess. It's insane. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it was kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, I actually really enjoy the story of these games. So I, I like that they're developing more of it because I'm to date they haven't done story DLC for any of their fighters. No, we literally had the conversation, I don't know, Monday. We're like, oh, wouldn't it be crazy if there was like Mortal Kombat DLC? And I was like, has that ever happened? You're like, no. And then literally oh, no. Tuesday, they're like, oh, we're doing this new story and RoboCop's coming. And I'm just like, <laughs> yes, okay. this is kind of crazy. So it's, it's it's bringing three three characters to the cast, including uh, Shiva, who is whatever Goro is. She has yeah. multiple arms. And um, oh, Fujin, 
Raiden's brother, who mm. originally debuted in Mortal Kombat 4. Oh, that's cool. One of my all-time fucking favorites. I don't think I know him. It, Fujin, he he's the god of wind, my friend. Nice. And his his braid is a tornado braid. On his oh. hair. The design's really hot as fuck. And then, of course, because it just makes sense, Robocop. <laughs> With Peter Weller himself from the original Robocop reprising his role. Are you serious? Yo, they got Keith David to play Spawn. They got fucking Peter Weller to be Robocop. That's true. That's amazing. That's pretty true. I'm so excited for Robocop in this game. That means Terminator versus Robocop is once again a thing in gaming. Oh my god. Oh my god. The dude. ultimate headcanon. Yo, but, however, one drawback. Hmm. This is separate from the original, like, season pass yeah. for the game, so this is another $39.99 to get insane. all this fucking content. That's insane. So the, what, yeah. the first DLC was what 40, 40 this bucks. is 40 so 80 in the base game is 60 that's 140 dollars value <laughs> yeah, what right the there fuck, dude? i'll wait God, for the damn. ultimate redux edition talk about fatality against my yeah. wallet jesus christ oh and i didn't mention although i might still spring for it because they're bringing back uh friendships instead of doing a fatality you befriend your enemy after you pummel them to death okay it's great are you familiar with friendships yeah yeah. yeah of course yeah and level fatalities are back my friend i don't know why that wasn't in it originally actually i was surprised it, it wasn't no in sense, it. so they're bringing back the but... deadpool which is from mortal kombat 2 mm. where it's an acid pit that you uppercut people into That's so they one. so yeah. it's like a rebooted version of that and then they're also bringing back from mk3 the soul chamber which is just a dope nasty background mm. by the way dope nasty i'm excited i love mortal kombat listen i don't own it kevin loves mortal kombat Kevin loves. You're always Mortal talking Kombat. about. It. You're always talking about ways to reboot the franchise. I'm always talking about the new, lore. I'm always, reading the comics. You're really always Mortal talking Kombat, about the lore. I, I, it surprises people yeah. too when, like, you know, they mention something. Oh yeah, Mortal Kombat, and I was like, yeah, actually, Rain originated in uh, MK, <laughs> <laughs> or Ermac was a long rumored character because you know, blah, 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 before the internet and the arcades, and <laughs> like, just coming in there with those MK facts, man. It's actually part of your Tinder Tinder bio. You're like, oh, really great at Mortal Kombat lore. I specifically okay. So a part of Kevin courtship. Sure. Um, um, me and a girl will sit down and watch uh, fatality compilations on YouTube. Oh, that happens sometimes. Sometimes that's if and if a girl jives with that, then that's how you know she's the one. Usually it's Vine compilations, but yeah, sure. What are you, what are you talking about? It's pretty cool too. Listen, man, <laughs> this is how gamers they. That's how they, they communicate. That's how gamers play. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> this, is good, this is a good ending. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's just, let's that, shut that's it. Let's just shut down right there. Well, my buddy, my dude, it's it's been good. This quarantine life is strange, but it's always nice getting to commune with the gamers and talk uh, news discussion. And, we love you, the gamers. We, we love you guys a lot. Um, if you want to share that big gamer love, do it over at Twitter at Save Room Show. Talk to us. Time. Get in our mentions. Let's talk about what's going on in the world. Talk about your favorite. You know, what, what was the game you casted? Oh, did I cast a game? Yeah, you cast a game. What was that? Oh, 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 oh. Fuck, I already forgot. Nick Nolte was in it, too. Yeah, Nick Nolte was in he it. He plays somebody. I can get... Oh. I don't know. I don't remember what it was. It's fine. Let's move yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. but we appreciate you guys. Hope you guys are doing well on your corner of the world. And if you guys want to hang out in, in Animal Crossing, come hang sometime. Come on and hang. <laughs> no, it was my Animal Crossing documentary I was casting, right? Oh, oh, yeah, that's exactly what it yeah, is. Yeah, Tom oh, okay. Nook is Nick Nolte. <laughs> to- Tom Nolte. Nick Nolte is Tom yeah. Nook. yeah. Maybe he can't tell the difference anymore. Maybe he can't. Maybe he can't tell us where he starts Hugh, in the Tanuki. Hugh Jackman's ends. a Wolverine. <laughs> what was his name? What would his name be? Wally. Wally. Wally the Wolverine. Maybe. Mm. Ray Romano. <laughs> as a sloth. <laughs> That's it. I just say Ray Romano. Ray Romano. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, cool. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs>